This podcast is solely for the attention of institutional, professional, qualified, or sophisticated investors and distributors. Hi everyone, today we are going to talk about the implications for the labor market of greening the economy. This is a subject to which is devoted the chapter 3 of the World Economic Outlook, just published by the IMF in April 2022. We have already talked about it several times in this podcast. Many countries or continents have made net zero commitments for 2050, 2060 or 2070. And to achieve this, massive resource relocation policies will have to be implemented from the sectors the most intensive in greenhouse gases emissions to the sectors the least intensive in greenhouse gases emissions. This will obviously have important consequences for the labor markets in these countries. And this is what the IMF economists have tried to quantify. The questions they have investigated were what is the share of jobs that could be described as green? What is the share of polluting jobs? It is easy for employees to switch to greener jobs. Finally, how should be the environmental policies with regard to the labor market? The IMF economists work on a sample of 34 countries, including the US, many European countries, but also emerging countries over the period 2005-2019. Using a methodology already used in the economic literature, they have calculated the green intensity and the pollution intensity for each type of job. On top of that, they have also calculated an intensity of greenhouse gases emissions with a simple metric, the number of carbon dioxide tons emitted per employee. They draw several key conclusions. First, the job which improves the most and those which degrade the most environmental sustainability are actually a very small share of the labor market, the vast majority of jobs being neutral with regard to the environment. For the countries considered in the study, the share of total employment related to green activities ranges from 2 to 3% depending on the country, and the share of total employment related to polluting activities ranges from 2 to 6%. And despite the climate emergency, these proportions have barely changed over the past 15 years. There is a fairly strong dispersion of environmental properties between sectors and within sectors, which suggests that it would not be so difficult to achieve labor relocations in the context of greening the economy. However, the best trained employees are overrepresented in the so-called green jobs and the least trained in polluting jobs. By the way, an interesting element is that after taking into account skills and other characteristics, wages are on average about 7% higher for green jobs than for jobs that pollute the most. A second conclusion is that transitions appear difficult. Indeed, the probability for an employed individual to move from a pollution-intensive job to a green job is 7% per year. On the other hand, the probability of finding a new green job for someone who already occupies a green job is much higher since it is 54% per year. So this does not mean that employees in the most polluting sectors have no chance of finding a a green job but it does underline that they will need support to get there. Clearly, retraining must be a key part of environmental transition policies, especially for the least trained employees. A third conclusion is that for developed countries, achieving net zero emissions by 2050 requires shifting 1% of employees from high emission intensity jobs to low emission intensity jobs over the next 10 years. The share is much higher for emerging countries because for them, it is 2.5% of employees who should be switched from one to the other. But the question here is, 
are these reallocations of labor important compared to what we have seen historically? The answer of IMF economists is not really. They draw a parallel with the major shift in employment from industry to services since the mid-80s in developed countries. In this context, 4% of total employment shifted from industry to services every decade, far more than transition of two net zero economies would induce. In the end, the IMF economists show that from a macroeconomic point of view, the changes related to employment required by the transition to a greener economy are ultimately not so significant compared to what we have seen historically. On the other hand, transitions can be difficult at the individual level and for the regions that currently rely the most on the most emission-intensive activities. These people and these regions will need support from public authorities. Thank you for listening and talk to you soon. All comments and analysis reflect CPR AM views on market conditions and its evolution, according to information known at the time. As a result of the simplified nature of the information contained in this document, that information is necessarily partial and incomplete.